Yo, what's going on everybody? It is 1 p.m. here in Chicago, Illinois. That means it's time for another live stream. Today is September 2nd, 2021, and it is a Thursday. It means it's happy hour. And today, for the live stream, I've got a mix of six that Athletic Brewing sent me. So I reached out to them uh, the other day on Instagram, and they were like, cool, email this dude. And so I emailed the dude. And then he sent me this and I came like a couple of days ago. It's been sitting in the fridge. I've been, I've been like very tempted to dive into these beforehand because it's been in my fridge for a couple of days now, but I thought I'd wait. I try them with you guys and I can't wait to get into it. But before I do, I want to say hi to everyone listening on the audio only version on the podcast. Hope you guys are having a good run. You know what we go good after your run today? I mean, I haven't had them yet, but I'm going to say probably this athletic brewing. Uh, not, it's non-alcoholic beer. I just want to call it beer. It happens to be non-alcoholic, and I think that's probably where they're going with it too, because their their big thing is that it's um, non-alcoholic beer that doesn't taste like non-alcoholic beer. It just tastes like beer. So we'll try it. Um, but you know what? For those of you on the run, or after your drive, if you're commuting home and listening to the podcast, this would be really great, I think. And then for these those of you listening on YouTube after the fact, hopefully you're sitting down and at home. So if you want to have something a little bit stronger, totally cool. Or if you've got an, another type of recovery beverage, awesome. But today I'm going to get into these. Now let's say hi to everyone that's here in the ch in the chat. Mark Salzman survived Hurricane Ida. He says happy Thursday. They survived in New York, but wow, what a storm! Yeah, I've been seeing all the footage. It's crazy, very very crazy to see. And um, you know, I was watching like CNN's coverage of it this morning, and like everyone was outside the office because th that's where they film. Like at least the morning programming that I watch, I think, is filmed in New York, right? So they were all up there, but they were all out of the office or out of the studio and like reporting from the street. Um, which was really fun because then I was just like, oh, look, the people that I usually watch on a very highly produced news show are now vlogging about like the post-storm stuff. So I thought that was kind of fun to watch. Not that I'm enjoying um, the carnage, but um, it was just interesting to see them uh, like outside. And, and like it, it looks like it's very humid as well. Um, but uh, it was it was good to see that everyone's, you know, a lot of people are getting out of it safe, although it's been wreaking havoc on the travel out there, I could see. I checked in with my sister. She didn't get any flooding, so she was able to get out, uh, you know, get through the storm fine. And my parents, they're in Fort Lee. Fort Lee sits on bluffs, so, like, you know, I don't, I would, I'd be really surprised. I mean, if Fort Lee is flooding, then you got a problem. But my dad did say that some of his friends down in Palisade Park, some of the lower-lying areas, they, they, uh, they definitely got some flooding in their basements. So, you know, hopefully you guys are doing well out there. And, you know, there was um, Henri down in Louisiana as well so i know people are really struggling in there it reminds me the coverage of it and like the situation of it reminds me a lot of the derecho last year in iowa where the storm was one thing but then like just the power outage for weeks afterwards in the middle of the summer while you're trying to recover while you're trying to rebuild while you're trying to just clear all the damage even um becomes a real big problem so hopefully everyone that's been affected by storms can get through it kyle says it sounds like the whole northeast got hit pretty hard mark you know, glad you made it okay yeah definitely Carrie Smith says, yo, what's going on, Kofusians? Uh, what's going on, Carrie? And Kyle Patton says, ran in the artist for the third time today. Took it up to half marathon pace for a mile. It felt great. Took it up to 5.30 for a stride. It felt like it was going to take off. Nice. Very, very nice. JC says, hey, everyone. Jason Dolls here says, hope everyone in the Northeast is safe. He did 13 miles after work. And these late training block weekday long runs get tough. I know, right? It's the time. I think it's the time commitments that's tough. You know, like. When I do the midweek long run, I'm like, ooh, I love the midweek long run because I feel like I'm getting a little extra bonus, you know, during the week. 
but the time crunch is real, right? And so, like, um, I can understand how that, that gets tough. Spence Ohms is at the gym, but figure he's tuning in. What's going on? That's awesome. That's cool. Um, like, I hope you're, like, on the treadmill and people are, like, next to you, like, what is this dude watching? I think that'd be fun. Trevor Altman's six beers is going to be a, a fun live stream. Well, it's six brews, but they sent me five flavors. There's one repeat. So let's go over the flavors, right? And this is the order that I think I'm going to drink them. If you think I'm doing something crazy, let me know. There's one that's here. That's Cerveza Atletica. That one, I think it's going to be in the Mexican beer style. Uh, I'll probably start off with that one. And then from there, I'll go to the Golden, right? Which is um, not only non-alcoholic, but it says it's crafted to remove gluten so for those of you that are sensitive or just looking to cut it out um that'll be the one for you guys then from there there is the free wave which i'm thinking must be their most popular because they sent me two of these or maybe it's just a coincidence i'll go with the free wave oh no the, the free wave is the hazy i'm gonna do the the run wild next that's just the ipa uh, this one and then i'll do the hazy i got two of these hazies right here and the last one will end with the stout uh or it's the, or it's the extra dark so um that's going to be the uh call sheet for today so you know get ready i suppose i could drink all of these and it'd be fine uh they all seem to say uh less than 0.5 percent alcohol by volume so they're not alcohol free um but they are na non-alcoholic i think that's kind of like that's probably like the limit from like a regulatory standpoint so let's start out with this the cerveza atletica going i'm not going to like pound all these but i'll certainly give them a shot cheers to you guys smells great this is good there's like an orange taste to it for sure um i don't know if that's intended or not you know there's not a lot of like description of like the flavor profile on these it's just they have like this thing saying like they're pioneering a craft beer evolution you know talking about what they're doing but not much other than that it says beer brew without compromise established 2017 and they're out of stratford connecticut oh and san diego california cool very cool but this is tasty mm -hmm. i like it it um i mean it doesn't feel like a beer to me so it doesn't kind of have like some of the harshness of of like a beer would so like it definitely tastes different if someone gave this to me i wouldn't say like oh this is a beer that you gave me like if someone was like here drink this which doesn't happen to me that much but i'm trying to envision this situation like if my buddy was like hey drink this you're gonna like it um i told i would without question i would definitely take a big swig of it first and then ask questions later I wouldn't necessarily think this is a beer. So I think that if someone is like, I'm not sure, I'm not really a beer person, I think this could definitely be one that they would like. This is good. This is going to be dangerous because I feel like I could just be drinking these all day. Well, I mean, I could, but I mean, like, kind of like I would drink them like in normal times uh, where it might seem odd to be drinking a beer. Like, you know, if I'm in, like, having brunch, I guess even at brunch, it's okay to have like, a beer or champagne i guess so i mean this day and age when is it not appropriate to have a beer but i feel like i just have this one ever i like it i like it a lot all right daniel m says he's gonna grab a miller from the fridge well and see that's the thing so i i do like i do like the, my millers um my my father-in-law likes coors light 
Um, that's what he usually has. But um, he's also been stocking the fridge full of bush lights because he knew that uh, he's very observant and he's very thoughtful. But he, so he's he's known that I became obsessed over the summer with the um, the Coors Light can, the bush light cans that were like colored to look like an ear of corn and it said for the farmers at t up top it wasn't like a special flavor of bush light it was just regular bush light in a decorative can but i became obsessed with that um and so he he would st stock the fridge full of those this summer as well as like really ni like nice beers too you can get pretty good beers in iowa for sure it's a beer drinking uh culture over there so um but yeah i, I was having variety but you know there's sometimes and just to get into the whole concept, because I, I remember I was mentioning this to people, and people were like, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. What's the point of the NA beer? But I'm like, I don't know. I can't drink Miller Lights all day like I used to, so I feel like slipping one of these in every once in a while, kind of like a half-calf kind of concept, you know, maybe a couple of regular beers, throwing a couple of these. This is nice and tasty. I do like that. I'm reaching for it over and over. It's good. I feel like that could be a good way to kind of like kind of you know have the cake and eat it too you know that's what i'm thinking all right ray soller says he's he's saying he's doing a nice oh he had a nice four mile speed workout in the saucony endorphin pros in the morning nice is great shoot for a workout um all right let's see i gotta i gotta keep up with you guys i've been rambling kyle wants to know about the stout we'll get to it. it'll it be the last i think i'm gonna go from lighter to darker i think that's the the right way to do a beer flight right yeah Jason says, there's technically a small amount of alcohol in the NA beer, but you would have to drink gallons of it, I believe. Well, I mean, I guess that's, I mean, some days maybe you want to drink gallons of it. That's, a th that's the whole point. If I drank gallons of beer, I'd be wrecked for a couple of days. You know, I'd be out of commission for days. Not that I'd be drunk for days, but maybe gallons, maybe. But, you know, I'd, I, you know, I can't recover like I used to. So, like, I, you know, it, it would throw off a whole bunch of training and other stuff that I like doing if I were to just drink a whole bunch. So like I was originally thinking that I was going to get a whole bunch of these and bring them up when uh, I was supposed to go up to my buddy's lake house. Do you guys remember that? That trip got canceled for COVID exposure reasons, but um, we were supposed to go up and I was like, man, we're not as young as we used to be. We still like the day drink, but I'm like, you know, that's, that's not going to be pretty. And we wanted to do some running this time. So, um, cause in that area, I think there used to there wasn't like a, an Olympics like a really really long time ago, but there's still a ski jump, um, and so people run up the ski jump thing, and so we want we were you know could probably do something active a lot of active stuff as well as being out in the water, and I was like, normally we just drink really really light beers all day, but you know maybe I could slide some of these in here, you know a little Folgers crystals action, and extend the day a little bit. So yeah, PGR says ooh love athletic stuff. I realize I like the taste of beer, but always don't always want the effects. See, that's that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Because, like, and I was thinking, like, the time that I most think that I would want to maybe mix in a non-alcoholic beer with alcoholic beers is, like, after a race. Because, you know, after a race you get, like, a beer. And then it's like, well, I guess I should go home. Or maybe you have more beers. But then it's like, should I really have three or four beers after a race when the race ended at like nine o'clock in the morning on a Saturday, it seems kind of odd. Granted, I've been up for a long time by then on a race day, but you know, I just feel like maybe balance it out a little bit. <laughs> you know, uh, Eric Vensky's here. What's going on, Eric? Eric, was that you that I saw? I saw, did you guys hear about Talbot Cox? His camera got stolen in some airport or something like that. Was that you that did the GoFundMe for that? I thought I saw that it was you that did that. Man, if that was kudos that's great that's great work to step up like that 
Stevie76 says, yo, what's going on? And Brett wants to know, hey, Co, how does the Adios Pro 2 compare to the Primax? Love the Primax, but don't have any experience with the Pro 1 or 2. Thanks. So I feel like um, the Pro 2 compared to the Primax is like um, much more focused. So like I think one way to think about it could be like, let's say it's like, um, let's say it's a movie about like a professional skier or something like that. Um, and the skier has lots of natural talent but he's just got no discipline and he hasn't really trained and he's afraid, afraid of, of failing. But then finally he gets a coach and some motivation and like, you know, there's the training montages and stuff. And then by the end of the race, he's ready to race and he wins the big competition on, on the ski slope. The Primax is the before and the Adios Pro 2 is, is the after. Um, so it's a lot more buttoned up. The, the ankle issues really aren't there. Um, there's less stack height, but uh, it's just... A, very much more streamlined and focused for racing. I think that the ideal racing distance for that for me is the half marathon, probably something if there were a race like halfway between the half marathon, like a three quarter marathon, that would be the ideal race distance for me to use the Adios Pro 2. But I think that for the half marathon or the marathon, it works really great. It's also, you know, street legal for racing, not that it technically really matters all that much to normal people. But you know, that's, that's what I think of it. So you're getting a lot of that same feel. But like, all the extraness of the Primax gets stripped out and you've got like a pure concentrated race shoe. So if you do like the Primax, then the first shoe that I would recommend for you for racing would be the Audios Pro 2. That was a long way of getting there, but sorry. Uh, Albert Long says, happy Thursday. Yo, what's going on? All right, we got a lot of beers here. So, or these non-alcoholic beers here. So I'm going to try to get through them. Um, yeah, although that, that Cerveza Atletica, this one, this one's good. This one's good. I feel like I just want to um, have that with lunch every day. It's tasty. It's, it's got like, there's definitely, there's like, a, I don't know if there's, there's ingredient list in here. This is water, organic Vienna malt, malted barley, wheat, hops, and yeast. There, I mean, whatever, um, whatever hops they're using for this must have some sort of citrusiness to it because I'm getting, I'm getting orange from it. All right, let's go to the golden. This one is crafted to remove gluten. I don't know if that's gluten-free. Uh, it says like the gluten content of this product cannot be verified and the product may contain gluten. But there, it says that it's crafted to remove gluten. It's fermented from grains containing gluten and crafted to remove it. So they're saying it's probably a low gluten product. But I think if you're allergic, probably no. Oh, you know what? I don't think the other one said this. Or maybe it's just this one. But on the can, it says giving back. 2% of all sales go to restoring local trails. That's pretty cool. And the, I don't know if it's because there's no alcohol in these, but or it's low alcohol or like, you know, NA. The calorie count on these is great. That Survey the Atletica was 60 calories a can. This one's 50 calories a can, 12 carbs. So, I mean... We're in, we're in recovery. We're we're in recovery beverage territory. Cheers, guys. This one tastes like beer, in a good way. I like it. Yeah, I definitely like it. The golden. Yeah, I taste this one. I think this one and the Athletica. My wife would love these. I think a lot. Of, I think you know these are these are definitely all day drinkable. 
But this is good. This one's real good. I like it. Yeah, it has a little bit more of like a, a grainy taste, not quite as sweet as the Cerveza Atletica. Um, has kind of a beer flavor to it. Again, if like my buddy was like, here, catch this and, and just chug it real quick, and then I'll tell you what it is later, you know, I'd be like, oh, this is a good beer. What is it? So it's nice. I like this one a lot. Man, so far, two for two. Great beers. Uh, and it says, hi, Kofuzin, everybody. Sandra, his wife, <laughs> thought it was funny she got a mention yesterday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and guess what? It worked. The shoes are on order. And he says, if Kafuzi says you should get them, you need to get them. So he got you got the hokas and all yesterday? Nice. By the way, did you guys see that um, hoka? And I'm like, I'm actually kind of feeling like a little bit like, oh, how come they didn't call me? I thought we were friends. But Hoka opened up yesterday two physical locations, two pop-up shops, one in LA and one in New York. And I've seen some of the pictures from it. It looks pretty cool. But like, I was like, man, if they had told me, maybe I would have gone to go film it or something. I want to go see a Hoka store. Wouldn't you guys want to go see a Hoka store? I feel like, how come we didn't get to see the Hoka store? But I, I've seen a handful of pictures. Not a lot, though. So, like, I'm hoping that there's some sort of, like, Hoka footage that comes out later about it or what. But, yeah, I mean, I've, I've been seeing it getting covered from a couple of angles, from, like, runner's angles. Ben, Coach Ben Rosario was talking about it. But also I saw it from, like, um, like a business uh, perspective, too, saying that, like, it was part of some of their revenue goals for this year where they really wanted to hit, they set some high marks for themselves or high bars for themselves in terms of revenue numbers that they wanted to hit. And this is all part of that rollout. And so I'm like, Oh, that's cool. Real cool. Um, tube, you man, 10 zero nine says, how are the new balance fresh foam more version three or Saucony triumph as recovery shoes as compared to the Hoka Bondi's. So I would say that the fresh foam more version three and the Bondi are, are, I think are pretty similar in terms of what they're trying to do. Geometries, all that kind of thing. But I would say that the Fresh Foam More version 3 this year is more successful because the upper is much more comfortable. And for when I'm thinking recovery shoe, I want everything to be comfortable. Not necessarily puffy, but comfortable. And they've got that kind of like, what do they call? Do they, do they call theirs alternate? There's so many trade names for the knit style uppers that the companies are using. But the knit on that, I think, is shaped better and the material is better than what's in the Bondi. The Bondi, I feel like for a shoe that's as plush as that one is, the foot is way too snug. Not way too snug, but it should be more roomy. The Triumph, I think that is a lot faster of a shoe than both of those. And it feels more like a traditional running shoe, but with a lot of extra stack height in it. So that shoe is also comfortable, but like it doesn't make as many compromises in the speed department, I think, as the Bondi and the Fresh Foam more are. So that's kind of how I would see those three shoes. All right, Steve says, yo, what's going on? Almost bought the DBA Elite SP and stopped myself at the last second. I have willpower occasionally. That being said, though, Steve, you know, I think it was Doctors of Running. I think Doctors of Running put out an Instagram post yesterday. You know what, I need, I need, um, I need someone to pull up these things for me. So, like, maybe they can go find it. Um, but I think they posted a photo yesterday of shoes and their weights. And... 
thought that the Devia Elite SP was a heavier shoe for some reason. Probably because I've been running in the Nitro, and that is a heavy shoe. Um, I mean, it's got a, a partial carbon plate, so it kind of like makes up for it, but it's a heavier shoe. But the Deviate Elite, I don't know if they measured the Deviate Elite or the SP. I think it was the Elite. Came in very, very light. And I was like, oh, that has me reconsidering on that shoe. I might have to pick that up. So I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, you know, undermine your willpower, but I'm just saying. <laughs> and Fernando says, you did an amazing job on your triathlon over the weekend. You should be happy with your results. Thank you so much, Fernando. I, I'm very proud of it. Uh, it's not, it's not the fastest time, but um, it, it, I accomplished more than I thought I could. And um, I definitely pushed boundaries. I got uncomfortable um, and I persevered. So I feel, I feel really good about it. Thank you. And thank you for the support. I, I really appreciate it. And Remy says, oh, he had to race against a storm yesterday coming home from work on his bike. And it was intense. Yeah, I mean, I had to race the rain and I lost the other day when I went to the open water swim clinic in Chicago here. And um, that was not fun. And I was terrified. I'm like, is aluminum? I'm thinking like my bike is mostly aluminum. Is aluminum going to be a lightning rod? Am I literally riding a lightning rod in addition to holding a selfie stick while I'm riding my bike? So that's what that was going through my head. So I don't know if the same thoughts go through yours because maybe you know more about the physics or I guess the chemistry uh, than I do uh, about the bikes and electric conductivity. But yeah, either way, just the, the wet, I was like, man, these tires are really skinny. How am I going to handle a turn on this? So I got I got nervous too. So I can relate a little bit. Yeah, I'm glad you made it to, made it back safe. All right, G noted these offsets. Hey, Co, curious, does the Boston 10 feel like a high-stack SL20 version 1? Thanks. I think that's exactly what it feels like. You know, there, I know there's, there's Light Strike Pro in it, that little, like, pad of Light Strike Pro in the forefoot, and there's the energy rods in there, too. But it just feels like a super tall SL20. So if you like the SL20, I think that you're probably going to like the Boston 10. That's how I feel about it. But I think that... You know, people are thinking that it's supposed to feel more like the Audios Pro 2, which it doesn't. And I think that's the difference between Light Strike and Light Strike Pro. So that's that's kind of where I'm falling on it. I just ran in them last week, and I was like, the more I ran in them, I'm like, this is not an Audios Pro 2, like, training comp companion. This is an SL20 training companion. That's kind of, that's so, that, yeah, I think that's the exact right way to think of it. Uh, Daniel M says, doesn't that brewery sponsor Molly Seidel? Yes, they do. And... So, I mean, hopefully they're, and I'll send them the link for the live stream for a day, and hopefully they'll watch it. But this athletic brewing, I feel like if I were athletic brewing, and I think I mentioned this another day, if I were athletic brewing, they need to hurry up and make a very, like, look at all this color work. These colors are just on these cans. Whoever's doing that, amazing work. They need to make a Molly Seidel athletic brewing baseball jersey. I'll buy that for sure. That'd be a great collectible to have. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what number you'd want to put on it or what. Maybe you could put two. Um, yeah, I don't know what you want to put on. What, or she could pick the number. I don't care. But just have it be like a Molly Seidel thing. Um, and I would totally rock that to like to go watch a marathon. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that'd be a flex. Don't you think? Yeah, that, that'd be the drip. So I would, I would definitely want that. And I hopefully, hopefully they're listening and, and they do that. Uh, Ray says, I don't know what gluten is, but whatever it is, it's delicious. It's in all my favorite foods, you know, uh, pizza, pasta. I mean, those are my, yeah, bread, all my favorite things. 
All right, two for two. I like the golden a lot. It reminds me of like you know when you when I mean just whenever you go to a brewery and they've got like a uh, like a blonde or a golden beer, it just tastes like that. But there is a a, a significant smaller amount of bitterness so like i don't know what the ibus would be for something like this but it's got to be less than like a comparative you know um beer that does have a regular alcohol content but i think for a lot of people that's going to be a plus and i'll say that you know over the last couple of years i mean my beer preferences have been like all over the place i mean pendulum swing is not the right even word for it it's just been a wide meander where like before I was like, give me the IBUs. And now I'm like, Ooh, if we can back off that a little bit, I think I'll be all right. So I'm, I'm appreciating what they're doing here. I don't know. It just seems to be lining up with what I'm liking. All right. Shannon's here. What's going on, Shannon? Good to see you. You made it today. She says, so question, is any beer an acquired taste? Kind of like black coffee or flavor sorted water? I only want a beer if it has booze. Um, I think it's, I mean, like kind of like, decaf coffee is how i would think of it too but it's like um you know like i could def i definitely appreciate that i only want the beer if it has booze in it like approach right um and i also understand that like you know the na beers are like what is that product for i can totally understand the confusion but the way i'm seeing it is is like i also enjoy not only the the flavor of beers but i also enjoy like the social aspect of beers too like but like so i don't want to like the party to end after one round or two or three or however long we're staying right i want the party to keep going but like i like the you know the the whole everything about it so like the all the stuff that comes along with it is great but like if i have you know multiple rounds you know, i'm not gonna be that productive the late, late that evening or the following morning so i feel like for me like on work trips like on the trips like let's say we're going uh, i was going to california to watch western states you know i would much rather like have a couple of these at dinner because then later that night i got to edit videos and then get up real early in the morning for whatever race to either run or group run or to go attend the race or to participate in the race so i feel like you know that's where i feel like it really would be helpful because then like you know, it's kind of like satisfies the craving well, while letting me still be productive because, you know, I get sleepy really easily. So, like, having a little bit less alcohol in my life on, like, a weekly basis is probably going to help me out a lot. All right. Um, Joan, Johnny Shar Sharpie says, Hey, Co, congratulations on finishing your try. Loved watching the journey. Have you ever done a video on how you film with your 360 cam? I've done a video with how I film the 360 cam um, for running. I've never done one for cycling. Um, and that one I'm definitely going to need some help to film. Because when I did it for running, I held a GoPro on a selfie stick while holding the 360 camera on a selfie stick. Because that thing is hard to film a how-to of because when you film on a 360 camera, it deletes the selfie stick. So it's like hard to point at the stick that's not there, right? And so like... I can't hold two selfie sticks and ride a bike. So I'm going to have to need, you know, maybe I'll have to put the bike on a stand and then film, have a static. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. But um, I've done one for the Insta360. I think it might have been the 1R or maybe the 1X version 1. 
it may be combined with um, like I made a full like how I edit 360 videos tutorial. It's like an hour long video. It goes through not only the capture but also like the editing, rendering, and then editing as well. So I think it's it's part of that. If I can find it, I'll try to put a link to it in the description after we're done here today. And then if I can't find it, then maybe I'll have to make another one. Daniel M wants to know, so which one is Molly's favorite? I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe I'll like, I'll maybe I'll see which one she likes the most. Maybe, maybe the, the my contact at Athletic Brewing can tell me. Hmm. Daniel M also says, I'm convinced Power Bar doesn't exist anymore. I haven't been able to find it anywhere so maybe i need to go maybe if i go to like a running store you know where I, you know where i think might have it i gotta find one though i don't know where they are like a dick's sporting goods right i was gonna say sports authority but that doesn't exist anymore but like something like that i bet you they have them if they if they have them anywhere because they're not at my grocery store and my grocery store has a really wide variety of bars of all kinds from like you know diet bars to keto bars to stuff that i like like protein bars or bars that runners might enjoy so i don't know um all right eric fancy says co thanks for the size on that shirt from the video yesterday where's it from though i want to order one um that shirt with the heart that i was wearing in the vi in yesterday's video that is from heartbreak run company so i think they still sell them on their website you know who else was wearing um uh, yeah so let me finish that thought first yeah so heartbreak run company um i i believe i bought mine online because i bought it during the pandemic i think so i got it online so you should be able to find it there um and you know who else was wearing a heartbreak run company shirt i just saw um gwen jorgensen's son stanley they were in their instagram story they were uh are they they're like they're moving to boulder now are they in the move to boulder now i'm not sure but um but they were just hanging out and then like stanley's got like a kid size one which they've been making kid size and like baby like onesies of that since as long as i can think as long as i've been aware of that brand they've been making them like kid sizes and stuff which i think is super cool all right Luis becerra says yo what's going on daniel M says do you think this is time for beer flavored goo i uh i don't know i mean we've got colorado cola right from tailwind so maybe we're gonna maybe we're gonna get like i don't know if if there's like a molly sidle tailwind collab <laughs> then it'd be like i don't know, drink a beer i'm so tired drink a beer for me i mean like that's what it should just be called just call it i'm so tired there we go and make it a drink and you put that in your hydration pack and you're just drinking flat beer uh would that be good i just i don't know if that would be good um yeah so tracy smith says the cerveza is a copper lager pretty good i agree um, it was good. It was really good. All right, let's get to one more. I'm gonna hit the IPA. So this is where I feel like, I feel like these days, if we're gonna do the, like the, you know, the crawler is the, or the old fashioned is the um, daily trainer of the donut shop. I feel like the, these days, given the popularity of IPAs, I think nationwide now, not just on the West Coast, I think the IPA is probably the daily trainer of a brewery. It lets you know kind of like what they're about. So we'll try that one here. We'll go with the Run Wild. I think these colors are pretty. Non-alcoholic IPA. Mm. You know, I wish there were, were a little bit more information on it, maybe, cause maybe, but maybe they don't want to give more information on like what if there's a type of, of hop that they're using. 
Um, but I can understand if there that's some sort of proprietary mixture or what. But I'm also surprised that there isn't something else in here that is intended to give that extra bitterness to replace the bitterness that the alcohol would would have provided. So, but maybe that's how that why the, the the selection of hops is just listed generically as an ingredient list as hops, and not a specific hop. But either way, I like what they're doing here so far. I'm having a good time drinking these. Cheers, guys. This is good. It tastes like an IPA. A not very bitter IPA. And on the tail end, on the finish, it got a little bit watery. So it doesn't have that kind of like mouth drying effect, that um, that sharpness uh, that a regular IPA might have. So I'm feeling it a little bit differently there. And that like wateriness or maybe like a little bit less body to it also comes off as a little bit of a, like a sweet touch at the end too. So a little bit different, but... At the front, definitely I'm getting the flavor and the smell, the aroma of IPA. This is good. This is really good. They're, I mean, I, you know what I feel like right now? I feel like Elf, Bunny the Elf going into the coffee shop when he saw the um, world's best coffee. He's like, you did it. Good job, everybody. You did it. So, they, I mean, they did it. This is good. I like this. I mean, like, the good, the, the, the nice thing about this is that it's, tastes like a regular beer not that i don't want to like disparage it and say it's like it's, it's an average beer but it tastes like beer but without alcohol i think like it, they could have easily tried to go the other way and be like oh it tastes like regular beer but it's 12 percent. you know like i feel like that would be dangerous this is nice because it's like yeah it's like i can have these a lot of them taste great all right, we got Tom Wong here with the Super Chat. Thanks so much, Tom. He says, one day I hope we can run together, Michael. Cheers. Awesome. Well, cheers. I'll drink to that. I hope that too uh, one day. I think this is probably a good time. There's no great time to talk about it. But so I'm starting to get ready, starting to plan stuff for Chicago Marathon, um, thinking that we'll probably do a sh our shakeout run. Uh, well, time TBD, but like if you guys are coming and you just kind of want to start planning around, I'm thinking we'll do it in the morning, probably unfortunately around the same time as the Abbott 5K. So we'll do it at the same time. I'm not sure if we'll do the point to point or just uh, out and back from the bean, but we'll, either way, we'll end at the bean on the Saturday morning before the race, the day before the race. But, and, and I'm, I'm excited to hopefully run with a lot of you guys there. But, I found out yesterday that the Chicago Pride Parade, which was supposed to be in June, but was rescheduled to October because they figured by then vaccines would have taken effect and we'd be on the tail end of things and we could have things like a giant parade. That announced yesterday that they're canceling. So I'm very, very, very um, concerned about that um, because um, the parade route for the Pride Parade uh, and part of the Chicago Marathon course are exactly the same. I mean, there's parts that are different, but the large part of it is identical. And so that gets me very, very concerned. Um, you know, because on the one hand, we had... Um, on the one hand, we had Lollapalooza. And from what I can tell... From a public health perspective, it seemed to go pretty well. And like the Chicago Marathon, you had to be either show proof of vaccination or show a recent negative test. Chicago Marathon's also requiring the same thing. But 
a parade, you can't control like the spectators and the people that are gathering um, and ensure that they have had vaccinations or negative tests and the spectating for a marathon is going to be very similar. So I feel like, hmm, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to do the math of how many days before October 3rd, which is when the pride parade was going to be is today. I'm guessing it's about 30 days. So I'm guessing probably next Wednesday is probably like their do or die point of no return for the Chicago marathon. That's kind of what I'm thinking based on pure speculation. I don't have any information on it. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm nervous guys. All right. Um, TV76 says, Nike invented, invited Zach Levitt to run the Chicago Marathon. That's cool. That's cool. I've seen that he's been training. I've seen he's been in a lot of uh, vapor flies lately, um, which is cool. But I also was like, I thought that he had signed a contract with Hoka a while ago. I don't know if that contract ended or what. I, I'm not sure. Um, but either way, that's super cool that he's coming. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Hopefully he'll get to, <laughs> Hopefully he'll get to run the race. Um, but I feel like, you know, the missed opportunity was last year and maybe, or in 2019, and maybe that's where the, like the, that's when the Hoka contract was perhaps in effect. 2019, I had a chance to be in the group with Emma Abrahamson to run the Chicago marathon. I mean, I feel like Zach Levitt and Emma Abrahamson running the same Chicago marathon would have been insane. That would have been super fun to see that. So, um, Unfortunately, that didn't happen. And I don't think Emma Abrahamson's running Chicago this year. So I don't know. The last thing I saw from her, she's participating in the Under Armour All Out Mile. So I don't know if she's participating in the marathon. All right. Frank Lehuner says, I never drank beer until I married a German woman. Really? Hmm. Interesting. Nubetra says, I'm not cleared to race, although he's up to two pain-free miles, but he's really tempted to register his fit five-year-old for her first race so i could do it vicariously she really likes running on the track well i feel like running on the track that's a good time that's a good time to do it for five-year-old i feel like they can totally handle it depending on the distance you know but i think i'm trying to think of when how old my daughters were when i took them to the last race that i took them to the baby i think was only like two or three years old and they she did um a kilometer with my wife and then my daughter and i did the 3k and i had to hold her back because she was like you know, itching to race faster. And I feel like I did hold her back a little bit too much. She probably could have ran a little bit harder. Um, but there were times where she definitely got ahead of herself a little bit, but I think she would have been, so that would have been like three years ago. She would have been six. So right in the same age. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great time to get kids started on racing. Anthony wants to know if I've ever tried an all day IPA. Yes, I have very good. I think the alcohol by, uh, alcohol volume on that is 3.2%, I think right i'm not wrong on that so it's a it's an it's an ipa that's why they call it all day ipa with lower alcohol volume you can drink those all day it's also a very good one this one is good too but yeah that's a definitely a good one founders i do want to go to you know what i've seen images i've never been there of the uh like the beer garden at the founders brewery place up in uh what is it hmm i forget what part of michigan it's in uh, the name is escaping me but it looks like a really nice place to drink some beers and have some food. So I, I do want to go up there someday. Scott says, what's your favorite hydra hydration plaque? And have you ever put beer in the bladder? Um, I've never put beer in the bladder. Uh, but my favorite hydration plaque right now is the Camelback Zephyr. 
it comes with front bottles, but I don't like it with front bottles. I bought the, uh, you know, I bought separately the the two liter pack that goes in the back, and that's how I love to use that one. But I don't know, May, maybe, maybe I'll put beer in it one day. Maybe I'll put some of these in there, you know, because it's got 16 grams of carbs per can, right? So for 12 ounces, it's got 16 ounces. How much is that? Yeah, I mean that's pretty good. I feel like that's pretty good. So it is gonna be make me burp a lot so i don't i don't know oh tom tom wang says they just did a podcast together and talk about this chicago a lot oh okay cool super well i'll have to check that out i'll definitely have to check that out mm, i think we're talking about um emma abrahamson and zach levitt awesome um oh tom wang says the hoka deal was six months oh, okay so it's a short deal all right uh, Martha's BAA hasn't announced spectating rules yet. Just got the details this morning of entrance requirements, proof of vax tests, proof of vax or tests for the unvaccinated, etc. Yeah, I saw that this morning as well. I think it was David Monty on Twitter uh, had um, reported on it. And so that's something I saw. But yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not surprised to see that. I think all of the races are going to go to that. I don't know why they don't just announce that now. Like, I mean, I guess I suppose it is if it's not, you know, if it gets to a point where it's not necessary, you know, then I guess they could just not, you know, bother checking with it. But they probably would then have to start staffing additionally to, to accommodate for that. So maybe that's the reason. I'm not sure. I feel like just put it out there now. If it encourages like another 10% of people, participants to get vaccinated, great. I mean, I feel like the people that organize a marathon should probably have a position on whether they would prefer if their racers are vaccinated. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Uh. All right. Mm. Saul Martinez says, anyone know where I can still get a new pair of the original endorphin speeds? I, you know what? I don't remember who I, th I can. I think it might've been doctors of running. Someone posted on Instagram that Running Warehouse is doing a deep discount of uh, the version ones of the Pro and the Speeds. But I think that they said that sizes are running out. So go check that out, like, right now. Um, I mean, leave this live stream open in one window and open another window and then go look at Running Warehouse right now to see if they still have them. Jason Dahl said, the cancellation of the Pride Parade concerned him as well. It's a huge party in the crowds. So, yeah, I mean, and people are all there all day. The crowds are much deeper, at least up in this part of the city than they would be like throughout a lot of the race um but yeah so jason's saying that he's hoping that it was one of the reasons you know to ease his nerves that's what he's hoping i think that's part of it too i think the other part of it is like how would they if even if they said like all right spectators are one thing but like at least for the participants we can require vaccinations or negative tests how do you do that for like a float right like some of these i mean i don't know i don't know if they'd be able to do that because like not everyone enters at the same space I, i'm just not sure i think it'd be a lot harder than it would be say for a race where you're handing people bibs and stuff um to be able to uh verify vaccination status and stuff like that so you know i'm i'm i don't know i'm not sure but i just also feel like if you're like someone that really cared about the pride parade I, I mean, I really care about the prep. It goes right by my house. I've been taking my kids to it since every year that we've been here for it since they were born. I have pictures of my daughter with like pride stickers on her diaper. It's a lot of fun. But like, um, like I, I would be so mad 
if because if i didn't care about the marathon it'd be like we couldn't have the pride parade but they could have a world major marathon i'd be like what the heck is that so i don't know hmm. uh, martha wants to know mike are there disincentives for unvaccinated entrants in chicago they're significant in boston if you test positive you're out and have to assume all expenses for quarantining plus a 25 dollars charge for testing Oh, I don't know about that. I have, I'd have to look into that. They should um, allow a ten thousand dollar bounty, and I could sue you. Anyone can sue you if you are end up testing positive. How about that? <laughs> that's what they should do. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's that's interesting. That's interesting. I, I haven't heard anything about that so far. I do remember at the. Um, at the triathlon, they had a vaccination. I think I told you guys about this: a vaccination center and rap, free rapid testing that you could do. Um, and they did catch someone with a positive test the day before that I went to the expo. They said they caught them, or at least that's what they said. I mean, it could have been ten minutes earlier, I guess. I don't know. Interesting, very interesting. Hopefully, like you know, we don't have to worry about any of this. But I have a feeling we're going to have to worry about it. Hmm. Jeff Elliott says, I need to find my headlight. It was very hard to see this morning. You know what? So I didn't make a video today. So like I woke up early and I was like, I'm going to go for my run before I drop the kids off at school today. I haven't done like an early morning run in a long time. I want to see the sunrise. I wake up, I drink my coffee. And I start thinking about like, all right, how do I time it? So I get good sunrise. I ran a new pair of shoes. So I want to make sure I had good light um, and not just run in the dark. And then I looked at it and it said first light would be 528 in the morning. And sunrise wouldn't be till 5.50. I needed to be home by like 6.15, 6.30. I was like, that is not enough time for me. So I actually just kind of hung out, did caught up on a whole bunch of stuff that I've been meaning to catch up on. And then had to do my run after I dropped the kids off at school today. So, yeah, we're already at headlamp time. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Kyle um, <laughs> wants to know, Cody, did you see the Molly Seidel's, Molly Huddle versus Molly, Molly Seidel IG stories? Yeah. Well, both of them had posted like this, a similar theme. All right, we're going to go to the free wave next. This is the hazy IPA. You know, I'm not, I think a lot of people go crazy about the hazies right now, but um, oh, that rhymed. I'm, I'm, I'm just a little bit like I'm not motivated by the hazy one. I don't think I dislike it, but I'm never like, ooh, IPA. Oh, really? Hazy IPA. It's not like a bonus for me. So let's see uh, how we do. Cheers, guys. This is nice. This has more of like um, a consistent flavor all the way through. A little bit more bitter. I feel like I'm getting a little bit more of like the wheat type flavor coming through on it too. Mm, but this is good. This one's real good. I enjoy this. You know, after drinking all these non-alcoholic beers, they still smell like beer. So I feel like when I go pick up the kids today... I'm going to be smelling like beer. So hopefully that's not a problem. I also have to take them to the eye doctor. So like I'm going to be showing up to the optometrist, be like, here are my kids. And I'm going to be smelling like beer. <laughs> it's not alcoholic, I swear. It was all non-alcoholic. Um, Saul Martinez wants to say, oh, but let's go back to the Molly Hoddle versus Molly Seidel. They were, I mean, they both have a lot of similarities, though. Um both in terms of the, like the running history and like, I don't think do either of their Instagram handles have their last names in it. 
I don't, I'm not sure. I know Molly Seidel's doesn't. I don't know about Molly Huddle's. Um, but, you know, they were talking about how, like, much they're, like, he's, like, if they looked at, compared resumes, they they would line up quite a bit because they've both been very successful throughout their running careers. Molly Huddle's resume is substantially longer, but, you know, Molly Seidel's a little bit younger, so she hasn't had as much time to rack up all those national titles. But it's, it's been pretty funny to watch that. So I want to know, hey, Co, wondering if you ever confirmed if your air pocket had popped on your Nike Pegs 38. Ooh, yeah. I have not. We should get that cut open. Let's work on that. I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to try to cut them open. Um, Simon K says, what shoe would you choose for first marathon? I'm considering the Car- Carbon X2, Endorphin Speed, and Pro for my first in October. I mean, without knowing anything about your paces, Simon, I would say probably the Carbon X2 or Speed. If you're a taller runner or heavier runner, then maybe the pro. And not because you need to be a pro to run in it, but like for me, I'm not like powerful enough to really load the carbon plate on the pro to get everything out of it. And it just ends up feeling a little bit unnecessarily firm for me. And that's why I, I, in a lot of ways, I prefer the endorphin speed. Herbert Carbon X2, I feel like is a shoe that even when I'm running a little bit slower or not putting as much into the ground i still feel like i'm getting a lot out of the shoe so i enjoy that one as well it also has it's a little bit more forgiving in the upper compared to a lot of other shoes not that the orphan speed upper is bad it's one of the best um i've run in but that carbon x2 also is very forgiving the other thing to consider is depending on how long you're going to be out there you know i don't want to really put a number on it but like i would say anything like in, in like the mid fours or higher depending on when people are people are at i think that's around the point maybe four hours 4 30 right around there that's where i'll start thinking like that's a long time to be out there and on your feet so like you might be better off looking for something that you can move quickly in but still has a little bit of extra cushion into it so that it could absorb a lot of the road impact that you're going to be um putting uh, subjecting your body to so that's something else to consider and so that's where i think something like you know perhaps like a rincon or um or even like a Nova Blast or a Mach 4, I think would also work out really well. Um, or some of the speed trainers um, that are out there, like some of the workout shoes, I think would also be really good options as well. Um, because this will give you some of that speed edge without, um, uh, while also being a little bit more comfortable for, for those longer efforts. So that's another way to go. But of those three that you listed, I would say the Speed or the Carbon X2. Mm. Shannon says, anyone else loving the post-race UTMB interviews and videos? I just love Francois and Courtney, the most humble mega elite, mega ultra elite athletes ever. Yeah, it's crazy, huh? It's like, they just dominated. And they're just like, yeah, I felt like I had a pretty good day out there. You know, <laughs> it is pretty amazing. All right. Mm. Morgan Bainham says, with colder temps coming up, how do you stay motivated to run regularly when the weather dips? YouTube needs aside. Um, you know, I, you know, these days I just love running. Right. And so like, I don't have a hard time kind of getting motivated to run, but there are certain days where it's just like, oh goodness, if I know it's going to be particularly gross out and dark the entire, like when it's going to still be dark by the time I get back with my run, that's when I'm like, Ugh. but, um, some of the things that I, well, I'd say, frankly, like when I first started running year round, it was like the middle of winter. Um, the fear of losing fitness was a very powerful motivator for me. And I was like, if I don't run three days, um, I'm going I'm to be in big trouble. All that stuff that I worked for all summer and fall long, I'm going to lose it. 
So I better get out there today. So that was a pretty strong motivator for me. The other thing that's a really strong motivator for me, and I know a lot of people kind of like knock on Strava and complain about how it's, you know, just as bad, if not worse than other social media. But for me, I, I really like seeing like the weekly mileage number and for two reasons one is because that's an easy number for me to look at and i feel like no matter what i do on any one particular day um you know it's all building it all counts right so it's like you know what i don't have to be excellent today i can go out there and cut it short if i need to maybe it's colder than i was expecting or maybe i don't feel great but i can go out there and put a little bit towards that number that i want to see at the end of the week the other thing is that it also gives you kind of like the flexibility i guess it's related to reason number one but it's gives you the flexibility to move stuff around so it doesn't have to be like this is the really hard workout and like yesterday was a really rough day running wise or not you know you can move that next long run day to two days from now and still get it in uh, for the week you know and so that's the way i think about it is just you know build focus on building the consistency and looking at that weekly number i think really helps that with the further all longer term goal of it being like you know this is all setting a framework for success in the spring right and so like everything it's not just like i gotta get out there and just like slog it slog it out you know it's all part of something that's working and contributing bit by bit to something else that's coming much later on so i mean but look at your picture here i feel like you're you're well equipped for the cold weather you've got ski goggles on like you've got like a, a giant parka jacket on i mean i think you're ready you're ready you can do it Mm, all right, where did it go? Something saying their new subscriber. Where'd it go? Sorry, I'm way behind you guys. Mm, I mean, I'm way, way behind you guys. I'm going to find it. Hold on. Because um, it was from a new subscriber, they said. So I want to make sure I get it. Oh, here we go. Tom Wong. Tom Wang. I'm a relatively new, new subscriber. Have you ever made a Kafuzi origin story video or considered it? Uh, not really. I mean, I've talked about like the origin of the name. Um, it's a kind of play on Confucius, but um, it's a nickname I gave myself in college. So it's like, I mean, it's appropriate. We're talking about it today. It's like a beer fueled nickname origin story, but I guess the Kofuzi, Kofuzi origin story, I, I guess I haven't made a video about that, but Maybe I'll think about it. All right. Um, all right. Let's. right. I'm going to scroll all the way down. Sorry if I missed your guys' comments and stuff. I know there's a lot of good stuff up there, but um, I want to make sure I'm, I'm talking to you guys. Someone had mentioned something about um, Garmin. Where'd it go? Let me take this comment down real quick. Um, someone had mentioned something about Garmin. I really do want to um, test out a Garmin watch. And I was, oh, Jackie said, are you going to go back to Garmin watch for tracking? Um, so I was looking at some Garmin watches today and I was thinking like, do I want to get like a Phoenix six? Do I want to get a Phoenix? I think, no, not today. A couple days ago, Phoenix six, Phoenix five, you know, just to kind of go with like, well, on Amazon, there's some pretty cheap ones that are out there. Some like renewed ones or refurbished ones. Um, I think it's funny that they're using the word, word renewed because then refurbished, which used to be the euphemism for used, then became had negative connotations and so now it's on renewed but um so i thought that might could be an interesting value i'm looking at the 745 music the 945 you know and then i was like i had some in my cart and i was like i'm gonna try one at least one of these but then i was like you know what let me see let, you know 
one of the things that I'm trying to do now, like with the athletic brewing was like, you know, I can certainly go out and get stuff. And sometimes when I want to move quickly, I'll just go buy it real fast. Um, Cause then I don't have to worry about it, get approvals and like have some get sent out to me, you know, and all that stuff. Sometimes it takes time. Um, but I was like, no, I think, I feel like, you know, I need to, you know, make more connections and work with more people. And so that's why I reached out to like brewing. I've also reached out to like six or seven different snack companies that have been advertising on Instagram and showing up in my feed. Um, Cause I'm like, man, it's hit, if it's hitting my Instagram feed, it's probably hitting your Instagram feeds too. And I think it'd be interesting. But I, so I reached out to Garmin. Uh, they have like a forum on their website uh, about it. And um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I, I listed like, I think the 945, the 745, and the Phoenix 6 as potential watches that I'd be interested in reviewing. So, I mean, I don't know. We'll see if I, if I hear anything from them. But, yeah. I mean, there's a couple of brands that, like, just don't ever talk to me. Garmin's one of them. I don't blame them. I'm not, like, holding resentment or anything like that to it. But just so you guys know, like, Garmin and Koros. I don't think I've interacted with anybody from either of those companies ever. I think Sunto Sunto sent me the Sunto Five a while back. I think that I, I can't remember if I bought that one or if they sent that one to me. I'm not sure. It could go either way. I usually forget where where I get stuff from, but like um, or how stuff gets to me. A lot of times, to be honest with you guys, I usually have to look it up. But um, yeah, but Garmin and and um, Coros have never never sent me anything. And I was, I've been seeing all those pictures of the new Coros Vertex, and I'm like. This would have been a good time to have a relationship with Koros. I, I want all that stuff. It looks nice. <laughs> all right. Um, Seth Smith says, how many weeks would you recommend training for your first marathon? Currently running only 20 to 30 miles a week, but want to run one soon. Um, I would say, you know, probably like a 16-week plan is a good one. Like, like the numbers you're usually going to find is like 12 weeks, 14, 16, or 20 weeks. I generally think a 20-week plan is too long. I know like for a lot of 20 week plans, the first four weeks. So like from 20 to 16 are usually just kind of like, you know, getting back into a rhythm of running. I, I get that, but I feel like, you know, if you're going to tackle a marathon training plan, let's get to a, a point where you're running 20, 30 miles a week, somewhat regularly. Um, as kind of like, not a, you got to do this before you even bother signing up, but it's a kind of like a good, um, indicator. But if you're doing something not exactly couch to marathon, but something like, you know, uh, this is something I want to try this year, then maybe a 20-week plan is fine. But I just feel like mentally, I don't think I can handle that. Like having one race on the calendar for 20 weeks is a long time. I feel like it would get daunting personally. So I think like 16 to or 14-week plan is probably great for your first marathon. I'm trying to think, how long are Hal Higdon plans? Those are free and available on the internet. That's what I use for my first couple of marathons. So like, I'm, now it's probably a 20-week plan. Now that I'm thinking about it, I, I always don't like to disagree with Hal Higdon, but um, I like 16. Mm. Terrence Hui says, you know what? The California Delta slash fourth wave is tapering off, so I think CIM is safe for now. Is it? I, I hope so. I will drink to that. You know what, guys? I just realized we're going long here. I got to get to this dark beer. We've got the all-out non-alcoholic extra dark it looks like it's gonna put me to sleep but there's no alcohol in it so i think it'll be okay all right let's try it, it smells like coffee 
I wonder if there's coffee in it. Water, malt, oats, wheat, hops, and yeast. The ingredient list is very straightforward. This is good. It doesn't taste like a stout. It tastes, I mean, maybe my palate. I'm going to drink some water. I feel like I'm drinking a nitro coffee. Like a nitro coffee that may be a little bit flat. It's good. It doesn't have the body of like a very, very dark beer, like a stout. It's more like a brown, more like a darker brown beer. Like if Newcastle made a really dark beer, that's kind of like what I'm thinking. But it's tasty. This would be a good, I think this would go really well with food. I think it'd be really nice with some food. It would cut through a lot of um, very strong flavors very well. It's good. The, the dark beers have not been my favorite lately. So I will kind of like preface it that way. And so I'll say that's the main reason why this is probably not my favorite of all the beers I drank today. But if you like the dark beers, uh, the hard thing is the really, really dark beers are like 10% these days. So like to take out that much alcohol, I feel like it's really going to affect a lot of the flavor and the body. Um, but that being said, I feel like this is a really good version of that. But I would not confuse it with like an actual, like a regular beer. That's the thing. I think the the body it, it doesn't have that creaminess to it. Is I, th I think that's what I'm missing. All right. So, um, let's see. I think my favorites for today are probably. I don't know. I'd say the Cerveza Atletica. Really nice. It's almost kind of like a. Um, it's almost like an orange bubble water in a good way. Um, so I really like that one. It's tasty. Um, definitely all day drinkable flavor wise. And then um, the Free Wave Hazy IPA. I'm really liking this one too because it tastes to me more like a regular IPA. The Run Wild also quality, but um, there's something at the end that makes it me rem reminds me that it's like there's something different about this beer. So there's there's that. I mean, but the Golden is also good. I really like that. So lots of great stuff to choose from. I'm really, I'm really glad that we did this today, guys. I enjoyed these. Now I gotta go pick up my kids, <laughs> but it's not a problem because these are not non-alcoholic. I just reek like beer. I'm not drunk on beer, so there we go. There's that. All right, tomorrow's video is gonna be the first run in the Endel Lapitet. They sent me an updated version. Went for a run in them this morning. I'll tell you guys all about it tomorrow, and then we'll have another happy hour. Not a happy hour. Another live stream. Same time as today, 1 p.m. Central Time. Hopefully I see you guys there. In the meantime, be safe out there, everybody.